suck air, you dust bunnies. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I emerge once again, singed but triumphant. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, I'm half excited, half not excited about this episode we got going on today, man. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited. We got Sush, we got Foul, but then I'm not so excited about our villain. Yeah, I can take and leave her, but we'll talk about her. Yeah, Definitely. It, yeah, man, but before we get into the episode, Mike, uh, I was going through the my garage and I found like an old bin that I had and I found some Disney Adventure magazines in there. Do you remember this magazine? Oh, I remember these. These were great. I love Disney Adventures. Back when I was at the age to actually enjoy it. I only remembered them for a few years. I remember what, this is again when I was living in Fort Buchanan, Puerto Rico. A lot of people right. are gonna probably think I'm Puerto Rican, as much as I mentioned Fort Buchanan on here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember going to the PX. The PX is like the the every military base's Walmart. That's where you get your electronics. That's where you get your toothpaste. That's where you get your shoes. That's where you get your clothes. Anything right. you need, the PX has it. And I remember I used to go in there in the magazine section and I would always grab Disney Adventures and uh, some of the Game Pro, some of the video game magazines and stuff. And oh, I man. remember video game magazines, man. <laughs> those are those are long gone, man. Oh, yeah. And before Darkwing, I used to just read them, read the comics and scan through some of it. Uh, I didn't read it from, you know, from front cover to the back cover. No, I didn't either. Now, once Darkwing came out. That's when I started begging my dad buy these because he didn't show up in every magazine, you know, with a comic in there. But he did from time to time, from what I remember. Yeah, I think more often than not, though, like he like, was just at like the Marvel comics. Those weren't Darkwing comics, but he was in every single issue. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was kind of like that with Disney Adventures. The majority of the comics tended to star Darkwing, if I, can rec- if I recall correctly. He mm-hmm. was in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh. What made you even get into Disney Adventures? Was it before Darkwing or? It it may have been after Darkwing. I'm not sure. The earliest issue I can recall getting was a freebie from Burger King mm-hmm. around the time Goof Troop came out. Oh, okay. So, so you were not, a little late. Yeah. And I know I had a whole bunch after that with Darkwing uh, comics in it. But I don't know what my first issue was. And I didn't have that many of them. I knew I enjoyed them, though. I knew I, I you know, they were fun. They were just yeah, they, cool to yeah, have. They, they were fun. You know, it, it had everything in there. What was going on on Disney, uh, what was happening in Disney World. It had the comics. It had merchandises you could order through the magazines, the subscriptions for Disney Adventures, and a few other D- Disney magazines, you know. Yeah, it, celebrity it cool. interviews, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I yeah. mean, it was usually not very insightful. It was mostly stuff aimed directly at eight-year-olds. So, you know, what we going to learn <laughs> from it? Yeah. But the comics were the big reason everyone bought these things. Uh, of course, man. But uh, all right, let's move on from Disney Adventure, Mike. Uh, let's get into this episode a little bit. But before, what was the air date on this one? Well, we haven't even named the episode yet. Oh, okay. The The episode we're doing today is Dirty Money, Sucio, Dinero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this one ended the first syndicated week. Mm-hmm. It aired on Friday, September 13th, 1991. And oh. it was actually the only the third episode in production order. So this is the earliest one we're talking about. Oh, wow. Uh, well, that sinking feeling may have been recorded and written first, but it has a higher production number than this one does. Um, 
So because of that, I want to talk a little bit about how the show evolved, especially when talking about Shush and Fowl. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as we talked about way back in our first episode, Fowl is something that started with DuckTales, of course. The Double O Duck episode, right? Yeah, the Double O Duck episode. And Shush is originated with Darkwing. And that was going to be a really big component of the series um, mm-hmm. because that's in the original pitch reel. And um, Tad Stones, um, uh, he uh, posted the pitch reel on YouTube of several months back. And it's pretty, you know, it's it's interesting because it's, you know, it's part the show we have now. It's part Double O Duck. But it mostly seems to be mostly about Shush and Fowl. Mm-hmm. And as we know, the show changed a bit once they introduced more of the family life, once they introduced um, the supervillains, and definitely once they changed them from Double O Duck to Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these early episodes that eventually got made, a lot of them have Shush and Fowl in them. Like we said, it was, what was it, 15 episodes in before we even got to Bushroot yeah. by, produ- by production order? Mm-hmm. So the first three episodes in production order are all shush episodes, and two of them are foul episodes. Okay. So you see how much they leaned into that in the early days. Like, that was going to be a big component of this show. And then I'm glad it didn't last too long. As much as I like characters like Steelbeak, I don't think they could have done a lot with that, as we, as we see from this episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the best episode. It's, it's fun. But I can't imagine lots of episodes like this, so I'm glad this show evolved. Yeah. But this, it's interesting to watch this episode and think about what could have been, because all you have to do is change Darkwing's outfit and his name, and this is pretty much what Double O Duck was probably going to be like. Now, toward the end, Fowl pretty much disappears, doesn't it, during the 91 episodes? Yeah. Foul? If you look at the production order, and you know I'm a big stickler for talking about production order versus uh, air date order, Mm-hmm. You're going to see foul drop off super fast. Like a lot of the foul stuff is in the first third of the production run. And then all the supervillains take over. And <laughs> even by even by air date, like they try to space it out. But by the midpoint, Steelbeak disappears, foul disappears. You barely see Shush anymore. You can tell the writers are falling in love with Megavolt and Quackerjack and Negaduck and all of those elements Mm-hmm. And are just backing off of the super spy stuff. You okay. know, and, uh, so it's interesting to chart the development of this show. I don't think any Disney show really evolves the way Darkwing Duck does. Okay. Now, Mike, I have a question for you. Um, we, we're recording these episodes in order of air date, correct? Right. Okay. Now, we started off with that sinking feeling, which you said was a Saturday morning cartoon episode, and then the Disney afternoon kicked in. Right. So I'm kind of curious, when does the Saturday mornings kick back in, or did I am I missing something here? Can you, well, can you... um, the next episode mm-hmm. is a Saturday morning episode. Oh, okay. So all oh, the 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 Darkling Dawn's the Duck is what's getting me confused, huh? Yeah, because that one was the um Sunday, um okay. Sunday special, the special preview special along with the Mickey Mouse Club that aired on a Sunday. Okay. And um, so that that if you. That might throw people off. So that sinking feeling was the first episode to air. That was Saturday. You have Darkly Dawn's the Duck on Sunday, then five Disney afternoon shows, and then a Saturday morning episode again. Okay. Okay. See, I know a lot of people get confused by it with the Saturday morning. A lot of people think the Saturday morning ones are season two. and it's, it's, it's <laughs> So much of that is because of the way Disney segregated the episodes. Mm-hmm. Whenever they list them, 
it's these Disney afternoon ones first, then the first Saturday morning season. They it shouldn't be listed that way. It should be done in a more in a smarter way to where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But because they've done it that way for years now, people just treat the ABC season as a separate season entirely. Even though, like I've said, those episodes were produced at the exact same time as the Disney Afternoon episodes. They were all part of the same production run. Okay. I mean, if you segregate them that way, the origin episodes of Morgana, Gizmo Duck, and Neptunia are all coming 65 episodes later. Oh, wow. Where they should be dispersed amongst the Disney Afternoon. But even then, the air dates were so nuts that Neptunia and Gizmo Duck's origin episodes, oh, you know, Gizmo Duck's origin, more like the first time he meets Darkwing, mm-hmm. that stuff aired after the Justice Ducks. And when when we do those episodes, I'm going to go on a rant about how the um, the air dates screwed everything up with that. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry, because <laughs> that was a complete mess. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so every um, Saturday morning for 13 weeks in a row, they mm-hmm. would air a new episode. Okay, so, and I we'll appreciate you clearing that up, Mike, because, you know, like I said, I didn't have Saturday morning cartoons like that with ABC until I came back in the States in, like, 93, I think it was, when I came right. back to the U.S. Yeah. So you missed all of these. Yeah, I missed all that. I, I think I, it was, like, 92, 93, maybe, when I came back, and that's when my dad was stationed in uh, Fort Raleigh, Kansas. So that's when I got my official Saturday morning cartoons. And, yeah, you so know, they were new to you. Yeah, it was new to me. Yeah, I I just from the very beginning I insisted we do it this way because it paints a better picture of what it was like watching these in real time. Okay. To leave that sinking feeling to the very close to the end of the podcast makes no sense when it was like one of the first ones, you know? <laughs> yeah. And to not talk about fungus among us or negaduck until almost the end. That's that's to me that's insane. I want to yeah. talk about those as soon as I can because they're classic episodes. It won't whiffle while you work. <laughs> well, we're gonna be a while before we get to Quacker Jack. I mean, he's yeah. clearly a character they come up with later. Yeah. Um, but once we get to him, he'll be popping up with really high frequency anyway. So, but it's just a wait to get to him. Yeah. Well, when we get to him, you're fired. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> you know. I don't need okay, your opinion well then, on him. We'll, well, just be te- all me. <laughs> well, then you tell me who animated Whiffle while you work. I'll be here waiting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Mike, who wrote and uh, animated um, Dirty Money? Okay. Well, our story editor was Tad, which doesn't shock me because it's one, a really early episode. Mm-hmm. These establishing episodes, I'm not shocked that he uh, worked on that. And the writers were John Banke, Rob Humphrey, and Jim Peterson. So they had written... Um, Beauty and the Beat, so we have some return writers now. Mm-hmm. And the animation team, diff, whole new studio we haven't talked about yet. Okay. And it's part of the reason why I do like this episode as much as I do. Um, because for the last four episodes, we've had Sun Woo. You, mm-hmm. you know how I feel about Sun Woo. Yeah. And so this studio is from Seoul, South Korea. Um, this studio is called Hanho Hwangup. Hanho Hwangup. Hang I up. think I think I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, but um, they were they were founded in 1984, and they actually worked on a lot of shows: um, mm-hmm. Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, Care Bears, the original Ninja Turtles, Rescue Rangers, Gargoyles, and they actually worked on a bunch of even Bob's Burgers to talk recent shows. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So they didn't do too many Darkwing Duck episodes at first. They only did a very tiny handful. In fact, we're not going to talk about them again for a while. Um, but um, what I like about them is their animation is very cartoony and loose, mm-hmm. which um, with a lot of like, silly expressions, rubbery movement, and it's very manic, which works for this episode because this one's a bit more, I wouldn't say violent, but Darkwing really gets beaten up in this one. Yeah, I, I like and, some of their angle shots that they had uh, on here, especially of the of the bridge, man. It was really cool. Like we got different angles of the bridge that we've never seen before. Yeah, this isn't a bad studio. I mean, sometimes they're a little bit off model, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of scenes in this episode of um, Grizzly Cough brutalizing Darkwing that threatens to be a little brutal, but their animation is so goofy that it really works. And um, they did they other episodes they did. They did um, Double Dark Wings. They did Quack of Ages. And then Ooh. Disney and then then Disney went back to them like toward the end of the series and used them a lot mm-hmm. on like Jailbird, The Haunting of Mr. Banana Brain, Bad Luck Duck, and most of the second season ABC episodes. So okay. even though they're a pretty minor studio now and we're not going to talk about them much, by the end of the show, they're like the only studio working on it. Okay. Which is very interesting how they're very minor now, but they do come back later. Yeah. And that's really all I really have to say about them. Their animation is why I like this episode so much. Mainly, I think if it had been animated by Sun Woo, I probably wouldn't feel very highly about it. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I think visually it's fun. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, let's get in. Uh, let's get into the episode, man. How does the episode start off? So we start. We start in the bank, and we meet two characters for the very first time. Um, we meet Jay Gander Hooter, and we meet Agent Grizzlykoff. So let's start by talking about Jay Gander Hooter. I wonder where they got that name from. Jake Gander <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Change a couple of consonants here. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, there you go. Jake Gander Hooter. Um, <laughs> he's the head of Shush, and he's voiced by Danny Mann. Uh, he's got way too many voice acting credits to list, so I'm not even going to bother. The one thing interesting about him is going through his resume – he generally plays more miscellaneous characters, not like headliners, mostly characters that pop up like once or twice. And going through his resume, like I said, Jay Gander seems to be one of his bigger roles, especially for Disney. Mm-hmm. And um, he also voices the um, one of the foul high command in this episode, too, the only one who talks. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, Jay Gander, he's the head of Shush, and um, he, he believes in Darkwing 100%. Oh, like, yeah. Darkwing can do no wrong in Jay Gander's eyes. Yeah, he loved that Darkwing's unpredictable. Yeah, he was in the original uh, pitch reel, so he's an original. He was he goes back. Jay Gander. He was looking exactly how he did. They didn't change his design at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loves Darkwing. He thinks he can do no wrong. He's he loves calling in on missions, and that really aggravates Agent Grizzly Cough. Yeah, Grizzly Cough, he does not like Darkwing. Even yeah. though they're on the same side, he he doesn't like him. Grizzly Cough, he he's by the book, page by page, man. Yeah. Grizzly Cough is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. He's just this big stick in the mud Russian bear. And I love him. Um interesting interesting tidbit in that pitch reel I've mentioned. He was initially supposed to be a dog. Mm-hmm. And his name was going to be um, Agent Beagleman. And there were going to be episodes where they sent him on missions with Darkwing. And I mm-hmm. guess they decided to make him a bit more interesting and they turned him into a bear. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's you know, 
that's an interesting little bit of information there. I never knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was voiced by Ron Feinberg. He's he's a guy whose career goes all the way back to 1966. Oh wow. He's another one of those people who starred in you know on screen roles and different sitcoms and movies before starting voice acting in the mid 70s. Um, he's somebody else who did a little bit of everything through the years. Uh, he retired by the mid mid 90s, and he's passed away. He passed away in 2005. Oh wow! So someone who goes back that long, yeah, big career. Um, mm-hmm. I love him as Grizzly Cough, though. He just has a hang of that voice, and I love um, how he gets the words wrong, the malapropisms he does. Um, at one point, he says "obstinate course" instead of "obstacle course." Yeah. <laughs> and um, you did better than I expectorated. Mm-hmm. I love hearing him talk. I feel like Feinberg's having a really good time in that role. And uh, it's just funny. You, you kind of feel bad for Grizzly Cough because he's a competent agent. Yeah. But um, Hooter's always favoring Darkwing. Yeah. But you don't feel too bad for him because he's such a jerk to Darkwing anyway. That you that's kind true. Of... Yeah, that's true. You could, yeah, I, I agree with you on that, you know. And, like, and, and what I like, too, though, is, like, while they're discussing Darkwing, you know, uh, Jay Gander is talking about how much he likes him, and Grizzlykoff doesn't like him. Darkwing pops up with one of his intros, you know? Yeah, he, he's, he's got three intros in this episode. Um, in this one, it's the, um, when he comes in, he, because he's in a safe, his intros usually relate to what's going on. He says, I am the combination lock on the vaults of justice. And Launchpad ruins his entrance by coughing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, see, what's going on at the bank is that someone's wiped the ink off of the money, which threatens to throw the world's economy into chaos. Yeah. And they want to find out who. Mm-hmm. So and then, the, yeah, so that's when Darkwing leaves and uh, he, he makes Grizzly Cough even more upset. Yeah, Grizzly <laughs> Cough eats um, Jay Gander's briefcase. Mm-hmm. He well, overhears Darkwing bragging about how much Jay Gander loves him, you know? <laughs> oh, there's, there's one bit in this opening scene that I love because of the animation. When Darkwing insults Grizzly Cough and Grizzly Cough just grabs him by the neck and strangles him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, it's so violent. Just like he just, he throttles him. But the sound effect is so funny. <laughs> and then his neck is all stretched out and he he pumps his arm like a jack to get his neck back down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love episodes where Darkwing's just a pure cartoon character. Mm-hmm. When you can do anything to him and he just bounces. This is this is one of those first episodes where he gets the he gets the bejesus beaten out of him, and yeah. he just he pops like I said, sins but triumphant, and um, yeah, and he uh, so um. Then we head to Jay Gander's office. Jay Gander's office where he's relaxing, um, making airplanes out of the uh, money. Mm-hmm. And then who should show up but our villain? Ammonia Pine. Our first foul agent. Yeah, Ammonia she, Pine. Yeah, she shows up. She starts cleaning and vacuums all the money that he had on his desk, and she vacuums him as well. Yeah, and Ammonia Pine was voiced by Mitzi McCall. Get this one. Her career goes all the way back to 1955. Oh, wow. My, my dad was two years old. And believe it or not, she is still alive. She's 87. Oh, okay, wow. So mm-hmm. she started young then, huh? Yeah, and her voice, first voice acting credit was in 71. A lot of live action animation stuff. You know, most of the people doing these Disney shows had backgrounds in um, in television and movies before they did cartoons. Yeah. Um, that, that's just how it was back then. 
Mm-hmm. And so ammonia pine. What do we think of ammonia pine? <sighs> I don't want to get into a big rant about her yet until maybe when we do our gas gun canisters, but I am not a fan of hers at all. No. No, not one bit, man. I'll I'll, I'll explain a little bit. You know, uh, when I rewatched this episode, well, before we watched this episode, Mike, you recall me telling you I did not enjoy this episode. But now that I rewatched it, right, I did enjoy the episode more, except for her. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll explain some more later yeah, on. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll save my thoughts till we get to the ranking too. It just okay. makes sense to wait. Okay. So she comes in, and like you said, she sucks up Jay Gander into her vacuum cleaner, and um, she kidnaps him. And yep. um, along comes Darkwing the next day, and sitting at Jay Gander's desk is... Grizzly Cough. He was waiting for that. Cough, <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> and um, so Hooter's gone, and um, Darkwing figures out immediately. Darkwing's... His deduction's great. Like, he realizes, you know, Hooter's been kidnapped, um... Whoever kidnapped him was using a vacuum cleaner. Whoever it was is just the person who was, you know, taking the ink from the money. Darkwing figures it out right away. Yeah. He's ready to jump into action. But is uh, Grizzly Cough going to let him? Uh, of course not. He's got to – he wants it by the book. He's got to fill out the forms, the paperwork. <laughs> and, of course, Grizzly Cough is uh, – there's more fun animation here. When Grizzly Cough tells Darkwing uh, Hooter's been kidnapped, there's this great, like, shocked expression on Darkwing's face. Oh, yeah. And then – um. Grizzly Cop grabs him by the cape and pulls him back, knocks him to the floor, and then throws the book at him. So hard it throws <laughs> him out of the room. It's it's great. He just he hits him with the book. Darkwing goes right out of the room. It's just the animation's so fun in this one because it's just so bouncy and lively. I love it. And um, so the only way for Darkwing to, to work on this case is to complete a training course. Yep. This might be my favorite bit in the episode. Oh, this this bit is hilarious. Like man. all three parts of this are fun. Um, so yeah, so what does Darkwing have to do first? Uh, the first thing was the tires, correct? Yeah, jump on the tires, walk on the tightrope, and I love the line, I actually always, it's always stuck in my head when he says, um, this isn't half as dangerous as visiting my barber. Yeah, and then he got smashed. (laughs) He got smashed with the giant boxing gloves. (laughs) And I think this is one of those instances where you have Jim doing that groan, kind of hurt voice. Mm Mm-hmm. When he goes, I guess not, you know, yeah. and um, that's one of those things. The voice director, Ginny McSwain, had told, you know, Jim, you know, that was funny. Remember that. Let's let's do that again. You know, because he mm-hmm. does it again in a couple of minutes, like to like the, the, the ninth degree. Um, and then next, what does he have to do? Uh, the next part was the the water with the alligators, right? More alligators. Mm-hmm. Alligators are all over Disney shows. <laughs> Just no, like uh, Apes of Wrath. Yeah, no Captain Hook, though. No, no no Captain Hook. And um, so he has to retrieve the microfilm, which is that, odd. Which is odd. It's like a movie film reel, the oddest yeah, that, thing. <laughs> I don't think someone knew how to draw, draw microfilm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he, he almost gets away. He's got alligator dentures stuck to his butt. Yeah. So what happened after that one now? Oh, this is my favorite part of the episode. Hey, I wanted to give you that one. <laughs> oh, I love this part of the episode. His He's... Te- his the goal is just to survive, and <laughs> Launchpad puts the helmet on him. There's a target behind him, and Launchpad says, "Good luck." And Launchpad <laughs> is out of there, and um, Grizzlykoff just gets bigger and bigger weapons and just fires them at Darkwing. 
Yeah, it starts off machine gun, and then it goes like a missile, and then a bazooka. He just won't go down. You know, and he says, singed but triumphant. And then he pulls up the missile launcher, and he Mm -hmm. fires it over and over and over. And every time it hits Darkwing, he's more injured. And he keeps going, singed but singed, singed. And it's like, (laughs) but the animation is so funny. It's like, he's just... Oh, it's great. And just the look on Grizzly Cough's face as he's firing these weapons. Like, he wants to hurt Darkwing. Oh, yeah, of like, course. And, and one of those scenes is in the opening opening theme song where he's pulling out his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Launchpad goes, I better get a dustpan. <laughs> and uh, that's like, this is that's the best. It's like, it's one of the most definitive Darkwing scenes of the early episodes. It shows how much punishment he can take. Yeah. And I, and I think it's great. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, the so, next scene they go to the stakeout. Yeah, um, right b- between these two scenes, Darkwing discovers how much paperwork he has to fill out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He the, has to uh, fill out paperwork <laughs> just to fill out paperwork. Yeah, the paperwork was the the fill out for the the paperwork to fill out for the mission. Right. <laughs> oh man, it, that was hilarious, man. So they go to the stakeout and they're um, hiding out in a diaper truck. Mm-hmm. And you got and only, of course, Launchpad is enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, he's getting in touch with his, with his inner child, sucking on a pacifier. <laughs> and um, so Monia Pine comes back, and mm-hmm. she's uh, filling up the bank with with water, sudsy water, to get rid of all of the uh, the guards and stuff. And Darkwing tells Launchpad, of course, Ammonia Pine's origin. Yeah, and they said, can you do you remember what he said? Yeah, she was a cleaning woman who was twisted by some experimental disinfectant. Okay. And he, Darkwing says the fumes twisted her, and now she's the Mrs. Hyde of the cleaning world. There now she, now yeah. she scrubs for foul. Um, so, yeah, they go after her, breaking protocol. Yeah, because the, the protocol was the call sh- uh, in for backup, right? Yeah, do nothing, just call ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, did you notice Darkwing pulls out his gas gun and it's not even painted. It's just gray. No, I, I did not notice that, man. I It took me years to, to notice that. I don't know. Maybe it was just an animation mistake, but they also do it later. It's the same problem, the mistake they have later, or just an early episode. But it's gray. It's not oh. It's not pink and purple. It's gray. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, and Darkwing fires a yellow gas canister at her. And, and uh, that's when she pulls out her gun, her weapon. A, bu- a bubble gun. Like, what is that supposed <laughs> to do, really? I know, right? <laughs> and uh, the she fires the canister back at Launchpad, and he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. So we know. So we know so far he has tear gas, laughing gas, and sleep gas. Yeah, sleep based gas. on what we've seen so far. And then she traps him in a bubble. And they float away. And they float away. And um, Darkwing says, "You know, if we get to the river, we'll be okay." And we get back. we get more shots of the bridge here too. Yeah, I just like I said, uh, I it might have been at getting antsy. I like the design of this city. Mm-hmm. You know how it's got the city in the middle, it's landlocked, it's basically on an island with the bridge, and you get some good views of it in this scene. Like one really good one as they float away. Yeah. And um, so Launchpad's certain that the bubble's not going to pop until he sticks his finger in it and it pops. <laughs> and I feel like this bit with them falling goes on a, way too long. Yeah, I, I, I agree fall, with you on that. They fall, he grabs his cape, makes it into a parachute, but then it rips. They bounce off the um, the power lines, they go back up in the air, then they fall again. 
I feel like all of this probably looked fun in the storyboards, but in the actual episode, it just kind of, okay, let's go, you know? All right, they're falling. Let's get going here. Um, It's the one part where I'm like, they could have tightened it up a bit. Okay. And uh, they crash into um, the junkyard. And this is another one of my favorite bits in the episode. (laughs) Launchpad's fine because he fell into a pile of tires. But what happens to Darkwing? Uh, He fell in that pipe. And Launchpad goes to say something, and Darkwing's like, "No, not a word." (laughs) He looks so like done. He looks Mm -hmm. so defeated in that pipe. Yeah, (laughs) feel bad for him. And this is the first time when, after that, uh, Ammonia is shown talking to uh, Fowl. Is this correct? The first time was that? No, she she calls him initially when she's in Hooter's office. Oh, okay, okay, that's right, that's right. But she right. called him again after the scene, didn't she? She does, and they tell um they tell Pine that um she's free to dispose of Hooter if she wants to. She should consider it a perk. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, which is kind of cool. Like she's gonna, you know, she can't use him as a hostage because Hooter says, you know, my agents will do whatever it takes. Yeah. But she's like, you know, if I can't use a, use a use you as a hostage, I might as well just rub you out. Yeah. Which and then is- this is. Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. I was done. I, I was just going to say, and then this is when I, I you're back to what you were talking about with the pipe, is when Darkwing is at uh, Grizzlykov's desk. <laughs> and Grizzlykov is chewing them out, and Darkwing won't even make eye contact with him. He, he can't, the way he's bent that pipe. <laughs> and Grizzlykov just grabs him by the neck, stretches the pipe out, bends it back down, mm-hmm. and um, tells him that um, if he interferes with the case, he'll go to prison, because now he's exterminating his career with Shush. He's done. Yeah. No more shush for Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. And they're up on the bridge, and Launchpad's crying. They never got a going away party. And Darkwing gives him this look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you catch that? The look Darkwing gives him? Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> yeah. And then this is Grizzly Cobb pretty much threatened them, though. He said, you know, if I catch you around this case, you're you're going to jail. Yeah, so Darkwing. But he wants to save Hooter, because Hooter's a good guy, and Darkwing owes it to him. Yeah. So um, Launchpad wipes his beak with a uh, rag he found at the dump, and it turns out there's um, the print of money on the rag. Mm-hmm. So Darkwing and Launchpad retrace their steps. You know, they follow the clues from the dump, and they get to Ammonia's hideout. What does she plead to do to Hooter? She pled to, to was it the vacuum him? No, she has him tied to a mop ringer. A giant oh, yeah, yeah that's right, the giant mop. <laughs> and she's going <laughs> to, that just looks so painful. Um, and right before they can save him, it's funny, uh, Darkwing asked Launchpad to get a gas canister ready. Yeah. Which I don't think they do that again after this episode. Nah, they, I, they never do, man. Um, but doesn't and, Grizzly Cough show up first? Yeah, he grabs him and tells him he's arresting them. He, he handcuffs them. Yeah. So, um, but Darkwing tells him to look, you know, Jay Gander's down there, you dope. And, um, he gets hit in the face with a plunger. And he gets pulled down there and gets tied up, too. Yeah. And uh, this is where a scene from um, the the theme pops up, too, where they're in the, the raincoats. Right. Darkwing and Launchpad show up in raincoats. And yeah. we get another entrance line. This is the third one, right? Yep. We skipped the second one. Oh, okay. When Darkwing comes into Gigander's office in the first act, and he's yelling at the secretary. Mm-hmm. You know, I am the icky bug that crawls up your trouser leg. Okay, yeah, and that's when uh, Grizzly Cough was mad, too, on the second one, when he yeah. showed up, yeah. 
And this one is, I am the pin that will burst your bubble. <laughs> so the two of them show up in uh, raincoats and umbrellas. But her plan isn't to soak them again. It's She brings out a giant vacuum cleaner. I don't know where she got that from, but okay. That reminded and, me of uh, Spaceballs with the... Yes! <laughs> oh, how did I not see that? Yeah, okay. Good, um, good connection there. Great movie. Yeah, yeah um, it definitely reminded me of Spaceballs, man. <laughs> that giant vacuum. So she sucks them into the vacuum, and they cover the vent with pieces, pages from the Shush Handbook. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, the vacuum bag explodes, and Darkwing finally gets to fight Pine one on one. And this time her bubbles didn't really do anything. But they get to ride them, which yeah. is kind of cool. They're they're fencing up in midair on bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, so he defeats her, and uh, she lands in the mop ringer. And um, you would think that would be painful because you see her fall into it. Yeah. But the sound effects she's making as she's getting squashed are so funny. It's mm-hmm. not even upsetting. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hoi, 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 hoi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. And um, so, she, so she obviously she doesn't. She's not killed. They uh, she just gets flattened. So if if she can get flattened, uh, I don't know what Hooter had to worry about. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, this is one of the few times you see other Shush agents too. Mm-hmm. They carry her out. Yeah, they carry her out and they take her away. Uh, and then the episode ends pretty much, right? Yeah, he um, Darkwing says, uh, this time we went by the book. Tosses <laughs> it up in the air, hits Grizzly Cough on the head, and we iris out. Yeah, we know he didn't really go by the book, though. He he no. just used the book. <laughs> yep, he just used the book. Hey, the book got some use. Okay, so Mike, man, what do you think overall of this episode? Like, did you like the Grizzly Cough and Darkwing, you know, uh, beef? I That's what I enjoyed the most out of it. Them two going at it, even though they're on the same side. Yeah, I like, for the most part, I like their rivalry. Mm-hmm. Because you sympathize with Darkwing, but then you also sympathize, sympathize with Grizzly Cough. You do. The only time they were put together in an episode I don't like was that Bad Tidings episode when... um. They end up on the deserted island together. Yeah. I'm not fond of that one, but otherwise I like Grizzly Cop's appearance. I think he plays off of Darkwing very well. Okay. He's a pretty funny character. I like him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like this episode. It's a, it's a really early one, so I'm not going to be hard on it, you know? Okay. I, I can't be. No of, Goslin, no Honker on this one. Yeah, no, we end the, the week the same way we began it, with Darkwing and Launchpad together. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's fun. Like I said, the animation really helps. It can be very goofy at times. It really helps some of the, the sight gags. It's it's fine. You know, it isn't a classic. It's not even in the middle of the pack for me in terms of favorite episodes. But it's fine. I can't be hard on it. You know, it's it's enjoyable. Okay. How many gas gun canisters are you going to give this one? You know what? I'm just going to give it two and a half. It's, it's right there in the middle as far as quality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a bad episode at all. So I'll just give it two and a half, and that's all. That's all really I can say about it. It's fine. Okay. I'm gonna give it two and a half, uh, even though I don't like the villain, and I'll get yeah. into that in a, in a minute. Uh, I like the the Gris, uh, Cough and Darkwing rivalry. Mm-hmm. I like I like the obstacle course stuff. That's great. Yeah, it, it is great. I love the animation, man. I'm telling you, throughout the whole episode, I love the multiple angles and multiple shots, you know? So yeah. that that bumps it up for me a little bit, you know? All right, now we're going to get into the part that 
we might disagree on. I, I don't know where you're going to be at on this one. I have no clue. Um, you haven't really mentioned much about her before, but how many gas gun canisters are you going to give our villain? Um, hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with two and a half again with her. The reason why I am is I think something about Ammonia Pine, not that I like her, she can be competent. I mean, look, I mean, she almost got away with this scheme. Mm-hmm. I mean, she kidnapped Jake Anderhooter. She almost killed him. She's more proactive than Steelbeak is, for example. You know, he'll let underlings do his dirty work. She's in there, like getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. My problem with her is she's so one note. Like there's nothing to her. Like she's mm-hmm. just one big cleaning pun. Okay, so you're going now. You're going to the direction where I'm about to go with her. <laughs> Every, everything out of her mouth is a cleaning pun, and that worked with Bushroot because he's layered. There's mm-hmm. more to him, but I feel like there's not much you can do with Ammonia Pine that wasn't done in this one episode. Yeah. And it's just like after a while, it's like okay, I get it. You're a cleaning lady. Enough with the puns, you know. Yeah. And um, it gets to the point, the final act, it's nothing but, you know, cleaning puns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you going to do with the bubbles? You know, it's just, she's got a bubble gun and. That's it. She's, <laughs> they, you know what? They shouldn't have brought her, brought her back. Like yeah. if she was in this one episode, I would probably think a little bit highly of her. But she's such a one trick pony of a villain. Okay. That the other two episodes she comes back in. I don't like. You okay. know, because it's like, eh, you know, Ammonia <laughs> Pine. I know she has some fans, and she's come back in the comics. I just, you know, I don't like her that, all that much. How about you? Okay, I'm going to only give her a one and a half. I feel the same I'm way. Much you... lower than me, okay. Yeah, a one and a half. And the reason is, like you said, I, I just didn't see nothing to her. You know, shooting the bubbles. You know, she was stereotyped. You know, she's wearing a bandana. She looked like Miss Beakley a little bit. Um <laughs> I give her the half, though, because I love the voice of her. You know, I love the voice actress for her. I, I, I just loved it. Um, there's nothing much you can do. All you got to do is just dirty up a place and you're going to distract her, you know? Yeah, and that's the big problem I have with her in later episodes. And this one, she's not, like, cleaning obsessed. Mm-hmm. She's using cleaning as, you know, a ways to her crimes. It makes sense. In later episodes, her entire character is, I have to clean. I'm insane. I have to clean things. Yeah. And when your character is that obsessive in one note, you yeah. can't get you can't get behind that kind of character, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I agree with you on, like, she's so just one layer, you know? And yeah. That's why I, I just, I recall not liking this episode, but as I watched it again, I, I, I went 50-50 on it. Like, I, I love the the grizzly cough and dark queen, but I just did not like her at all. Mm. But I, I like this, uh, the sush and the, and the foul being involved in it. I love Launchpad. He's hilarious in this one. Um, Launchpad is always best in my opinion, at least he's always best in episodes where it's just him and Darkwing. Yeah. I always felt Goslin is such an amazing character. She ends up hogging the spotlight. And as the series goes on and, you know, we have months and months ahead of us of this to get to talk about this again. I feel like as the series goes on, Launchpad becomes a bit of a third wheel. <laughs> but in these early episodes, when it's just him and Darkwing, mm-hmm. he gets to do more. He gets to say more. He gets to really be a lot more proactive with him. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I, I, I like him in this episode because he's definitely, he shines. In episodes where it's just him and Darkwing, you know, okay. I always, I always feel like Launchpad does has a has a good role to play. Okay, all right. So, Mike, what episode we have next, man? Well, we're diving back into Saturday morning with the next episode, um, Film Flam. Film which, Flam. Okay. And we'll meet another new villain. All right. A certain uh, overweight walrus. But we'll uh, mention him by name when we do that episode. Okay. So we're going back to Saturday morning, right? Going back to Saturday morning. All right. And then we go back to Disney afternoon. With our certain sparky villain. (laughs) Sparky's right around the corner. Oh, man. Oh, we about to hit a few good episodes coming up, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we got like a, a big group of ones too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. And not just not just Megavolt. We got another big one coming up. Big villain. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. That's yep. too much of a spoiler. <laughs> okay. And so, then we we might have a, a co-host join us in a few episodes as well too. A yeah, we've, we've had some people um express interest in doing an episode. So mm. um. You know, stay tuned. We may have somebody on once in a while to we'll talk about an episode they like. So we'll, you know, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. All right. So, Mike, man, before we close it out, can you tell the fans where they can reach you at? Facebook. Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say more. Mike Russo, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Make sure you guys follow us uh, on the St. Canard Files Facebook page. It's a fan page. You guys can like stuff and comment. Uh, we post things throughout the week. Uh, Mike posts a character of the week, and this seems like a lot of people enjoy your character of the week posts, Mike. Yeah, we got ammonia pine for this episode. Okay, yeah, and uh, you can follow us also on um, Spotify for the podcast, um, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple, Pocket Cast. Uh, there's a few more out there. I can't think of them all. And then we're also on YouTube, and uh, follow us on Instagram if you're on IG. Mm-hmm. All right, so like we're gonna close this one out. Uh, you guys, make sure y'all stay dangerous out there and yep. watch some more Darkwing. Have a good night. Good night, y'all. <laughs>